0: One misty, moisty morning when cloudy was the weather, I chanced to see an old man clothed all in leather, clothed all in leather with his hat under his chin. How do you do, and how do you do, and how do you do again? From an old nursery rhyme. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Almanaggio Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for April 26th to May 3rd, 2013, full to last quarter of the pink moon. Here's some natural events for this quarter moon. We're in that sweet zone now between the first flowers blooming and the first biting insects emerging. When the drizzle lets up, we can work in the garden or the field in relative comfort, still cool during the day and just chilly enough during the night. But come Mother's Day or thereabouts, we can expect the return of mosquitoes and black flies on warmer, calmer days just the sort of weather that the bees need to do their work of pollinating the apples and blueberries. A great deal depends on some warm, sunny weather during that bloom time. If it's too misty, moisty, and cloudy, the bees will stay home from work and the harvest will be the poorer for it. Like last year when we had a dreary May and hardly an apple to be seen around here come September. The Garden Report, according to last Sunday's New York Times, researchers are comparing modern weather data to Thoreau's journals and estimating that spring is coming to the northeast about 11 days earlier than it did in 1850. Well, you'll hear no complaints from me about that. The optimistic among us have turned over their gardens and planted their peas already the more skeptical wonder what good it does to plant now when we may have several more weeks of drear. Here's a rank opinion. Spring, of course, is rolling in as it always does. That's something we can always count on. In other ways, the world is a little more uncertain. What with bombs in Boston, explosions in Texas, floods along the Mississippi, earthquakes in China, catastrophes in Bangladesh, and whatever the next disaster de jour will be. It seems that they follow each other like the waves on Skudic Point until we might wonder where the whole world is headed. But let's take the long view for a moment here. Look at the world from a distance, the way the creator might see it. Wars have not ceased But after millennia of war as a way of life, fatalities in war have fallen drastically and there has not been a major conflict between nations in almost 70 years. This is unprecedented. Slavery is no longer legal anywhere. Women can vote in many countries. Civil rights, regardless of race, gender, age, economic status, or sexual orientation are becoming the worldwide standard. This was unthinkable even a 100 years ago. If you want to read more about this, I recommend Steven Pinker's The Better Angels of Our Nature, Why Violence is Declining. You see, there is a power at work in the creation that wants justice, righteousness, and peace. How do I know? History tells me so. As Theodore Parker Dr. King and others have said, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. And history is proving them right. Zoe Weil wrote shortly after the Boston bombings, Let's remember this. For every person who is evil, there are countless people who are deeply kind. For every murderer, there are people coming to the aid of strangers in droves. For every act of senseless violence, there are thousands of acts of meaningful goodness. Or as main author Sandy Fippen liked to say it, people are trying to be good. And Sandy's mostly right, you know. Finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you this week. This one is from the Old Farmer's Almanac 1797. A couple of smart city men, seeing a farmer planting his field, one of them called out, ''Well, honest fellow, it is your business to sow, but we reap the fruits of your labor.'' ''It's very likely you may,'' said the farmer, ''for I am sowing hemp.''